Hello, Murder Freak. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving week. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know. It's our, only our whole lives right now, but, you know. Um, yes, this week is going to be a bloody good time. Just a few things. We have business cards now. Yes, we do. So if you're local to us and you want a business card, let us know. Thank you to Tara for designing them and making them absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And unfortunately, I left my network, (laughs) so I'll have to go back and get those. But uh, yeah, they are awesome. I can't wait to hand them out. And it just makes it so much easier to be like, Instead of saying our whole name for our podcast, right. <laughs> you just hand them the business card. It's so funny. Lily will be like, a tale as old as crime. Like, super dramatic. <laughs> it's what it's supposed to be. Maybe she should do our intro I'm, for us. Oh, my gosh. Genius. <laughs> um, and what else? Uh, what else? Oh, yes. Murder Me Mondays. Yeah. So if you don't follow us on Instagram... It is at A Tale as Old as Crime podcast, all one word. Uh, You can check out funny memes on Mondays. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. I always, whenever I talk about our podcast to somebody else, I always say that it's like a murder comedy hour. Yes. (laughs) Not that we're making light of the murder and the victims or anything like that, but we do tend to stray off sometimes Mm -hmm. and laugh and make weird jokes. And I think it's just, it's, yeah, it's it's hilarious. So it's our murder comedy hour. Yeah. Welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, mm. Melissa is doing the episode this week. And it is, do you want me to tell them? Or do you want to tell them? It's so hard to pronounce her name. <laughs> yeah, there might be some weird pronunciations this time because it's, it's foreign and old and very yeah. old. We're we're going back into like um, kings, queens, the sixteen hundreds, if not yeah, sixteen hundreds, I believe. So the pronunciations of names. Um, okay, the American way to say it is Elizabeth Bathory, mm-hmm. but what is it? Uh, Elizabeth Bowtree. Bowtree. <laughs> yeah. So it's, and then there's another name in here that we had to look up the translation for. And we're probably going to get it wrong again. But yes. Yeah. It's fine. Don't judge us. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting. It's a really, it's a really good story. Um, I know other podcasts have covered it and I've actually watched a movie based off of her so she's definitely well known in the murder world um but yeah she's one fucked up chick Mm -hmm. definitely yep she's a whole bag of crazy Mm -hmm. and it was interesting reading her story but before we get into that I do want to apologize to our listeners for us taking so long to record an episode um, if you guys are known to the Washington area, we had some pretty crazy weather. Yes. Um, AKA a mudslide on I-5. <laughs> and all of Bellingham being submerged underwater. Yeah. So. So recording. Also, that's crazy. Like so many people lost their homes this and everything. So. This is very true. Yeah. We um, were very lucky. Yeah. It's, I mean. 
people that lived on the back roads that you would normally take for an easy, fun drive home are still having difficult times. Mm -hmm. So my heart goes out to those families that have to now look into flood insurance. Yes. But, um, yeah, so crazy weather definitely held us apart from recording and then just work Work. in general. Yeah, (laughs) just craziness during the holidays. But now we're starting to get back into it and Mm -hmm. we'll get back on regular schedule eventually. Got all kinds of fun stuff planned. Yes, we have some good episodes coming up. I can't wait. We have two, like, pre-planned for you guys, so. Yeah, cannot (laughs) freaking wait. But we're not going to say anything, so. no spoilers. Neener, neener pumpkin eater um you have to wait but tonight is about elizabeth bathory or bouchery and let's just start it off by saying that she had a couple of nicknames mm-hmm. one of which was the blood countess i love that i want that as my nickname <laughs> <laughs> it's a little like oh okay call it like it is um countess dracula oh is one of her other known nicknames Mm. um and kind of funny like i will bring it up a little bit later when i talk about her family um but she had i think an uncle or a nephew one or the other in transylvania so when you say countess dracula it's Mm -hmm. like hmm i wonder interesting but yeah, she was like a whole mess of craziness. Very interesting character. Um, I want to point out that, like, again, 1600s. So a lot of this is speculation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is historians talking about her. So if you know any other facts beyond what I have, what I will lay out for you, please comment on our Instagram. Yes. And let us know because I'd like to know more information if you have it. Um, and don't mind my voice. It's a little raspy. I kind of had a little bit of a cold earlier this week. That's going around, too. Um, okay. Just going to start off. Um, Countess Elizabeth Bathory. A very powerful Hungarian noblewoman. Um, her relations included an uncle who was king of Poland and a nephew who was Prince of Transylvania. So, yes, nephew, Prince of Transylvania. That's so badass. <laughs> yeah, she had a big family, yeah. a big well-known family, which... Yeah, I was researching that, and I'm like, wow, the royalty in her yeah. line? Like, that's insane. Pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been interesting to live in those times to see that. I'm sure she had a giant castle, too. Um... So, if you don't know, you will know now. In 1610, she was accused of very gruesome acts of serial murder. Um, Mostly, if not all, of her victims were women. Mm -hmm. And there is a reason for that. And we will talk about that in a little bit. (laughs) Um, She also got a Guinness World Record for how many murders that she committed so i don't know 100 percent. i'd have to look that up and find Uh out um but what i read and my sources are mostly like wikipedia um Mm -hmm. reddit and stuff like that um yeah she killed at least 600 victims of what they know dang and that gave her a guinness world record for the most victims yeah and if you watch, I recommend watching The Countess on Prime. It's I really need to good. Do that. It definitely 
it doesn't mostly stick to like what I read, I think is mostly right. So they like for TV sake, right. I think they play it up a little right. bit more. But there's a lot of similarities, and hmm. I can see how she got up to 600 victims. Dang. Yeah. Um, so let's go back a little bit into her and discuss, like, her early life before she went crazy. She was born in Hungary on August 7th in 1560. At the age of 11, she was considered a beautiful and well-educated girl. She became engaged to Count Ferrick. Uh, and I, his last name is pronounced kind of weird, so it's like Natasi. Hmm. Um, there are accounts of her life, including like giving birth to an illegitimate child. So it doesn't go before the age of 11. So think about right. that. Think about how young she was. Wow. Jeez. Um, and this is before she got married to the count. So mm-hmm. she was engaged at 11. She had a baby Holy at some cow. point in time before she married him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And at age 15, she married the Count. So between 11 and 15, she had already had a child. Um, and her illegitimate child was taken from her by force. And oh. the man whom they think conceived her child uh-huh. was ripped apart by wild dogs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, so uh, um, that kind of gives you a little bit of background into her family history Um, she was royalty so they didn't want her having illegitimate children and they didn't image and yeah and they didn't want any record of it they didn't want this guy talking and so yeah he was yeah so that was fun to read (laughs) Um, at 15 she did get married to the count and they had their first child Oh, 10 years later. So she had her first child at 25, from what I read. Um, After that, gave birth to five children. Two had died as infants, but two daughters and one son survive. Hmm. It didn't really go into her children, like their lives. Um, In The Countess, it does show that her one of her kids was just kind of pushed off on nannies. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm assuming that that was kind of the case with Probably. all of them. I feel like that's usually how it goes with royalty. They don't really... They could care less. ...have anything to do with them. No, yeah. They're mostly raised by the govern yeah. governess or whatever it is, I think. Um, so her husband becomes a soldier and is fighting the Turks... So they spend most of their marriage apart. Um, it is said, though, that when they are together, that he schooled her in techniques of torture. Oh. So techniques of, like, war and torture and things that okay. he would do against his enemy in the, Interesting. In the war. Now, again, like, you can speculate, like, is that that they're having fun with each other? Right. And, like, <laughs> Some early... BDSM (laughs) yeah and then like she gets addicted to it or is it that he was torturing people in the war and then came home and like was teaching her to do it right I don't know Hmm. it's it's up for fruit for thought like think about it I couldn't tell you Hmm. I don't yeah (laughs) I'd like to go with the first theory (laughs) yeah I'm like now I'm wondering That sounds more interesting. (laughs) Right? It gives a little bit more into her background. (laughs) 
Uh, Elizabeth Bowtree, early BDSM. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I mean, never know. Uh, watch the Countess. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> um, also, a little bit that a little snippet is that she possibly suffered from epilepsy. Okay. Um, and so in 1600s, what kind of medications do you think were really out there for that kind of stuff? Yeah. Nothing really. No. Um, she would consort and talk to like witches mm-hmm. or um, psychics to kind of help her figure out what she wanted to do with her life or medicines, not right. like the medicines that you would get from a doctor who would like bleed wounds or something. And then right. those times, but like herbs and stuff that mm-hmm. she would take and like tincture she would put right. on her face. And um, at one point in time, she becomes very angry with the, the witch or Wiccan that was living in her castle because whatever tincture she was using wasn't working anymore so she started to like look old and get wrinkled right and she was all about her image Mm -hmm. she wanted to stay with that porcelain um right skin and yeah she was very angry she's like throwing things like it's not working anymore and throwing a fit like a little (laughs) yeah no you're just getting older yeah no you're (laughs) it's not working anymore you're right you're just getting wrinkles um so she was quick to temper with everybody in her household. Um, she was raised in a very religious household when she was younger and had the opportunity opportunity to learn like Latin and German and Hungarian and Greek, oh, wow. all the different languages. So that kind of will tie into something else. I'll tell you a little bit later um, as to how she got her hands on some of her victims. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Like I said, she's a very interesting lady. Um, her marriage to the count is stated that it was for political purposes. Which Again, I can, I think that's another thing that's very common. I mean, you're married at 15. Yeah. It's definitely not because you fell in love at 15. Right. Yeah. So, geez, a lot of the stuff that I'm reading, um, I'm going to take a quick pause and let you guys know all of my notes got deleted from my computer. <laughs> so I'm reading from my handwritten notes so I'm straight telling facts at this point. <laughs> Spitting straight facts. <laughs> I had a whole story planned. Not anymore. I'm so sad. But it's okay. Because Tara doesn't really know about Elizabeth Bautry. So it's good that I'm just going to just a while. Like, let it all out. Yes. Um, Sorry, quick pause. I just read that her husband, when they got married, he had this castle built for her. And he had ordered workers to build a torture chamber. Oh. Like, he wanted a torture chamber built. So maybe that goes back into, like, when he would school her in the Mm -hmm. ways of torture. Maybe that was actually torture. (laughs) Maybe they were really (laughs) full-on torturing each other. Jeez. Um, yeah. Whoops. Just missed that little bit of information. While her husband was away, um, Bowtree would have workers help her bring victims to the house. Okay. Um, so she had people working for her, um, whether they were going out on the streets and recruiting prostitutes, um, just wayward girls right. or homeless vagrants on the street. Mm-hmm. She didn't do the finding herself. They brought them to her. 
Oh, lucky her. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Another privilege of royal life. So that kind of comes into play a little bit later, too. Um, A lot of her victims, like I was saying, were often peasant girls and between the ages of 10 and 14. The reason for this was because they would still, most of them would still have their virginity. And she saw them as very like pure yeah pure that's the word for it so like that's what she wanted from them right was her their blood right um i know i should have probably mentioned that earlier but she was not killing them just to kill she was Mm -hmm. killing to drain them of their blood hence countess dracula um when she would murder like prostitutes it was said that she'd get really angry because she would try to bathe in their blood or drink their blood and mm-hmm. it wouldn't work or something came. I don't know. <laughs> and so she'd be like, that one wasn't pure and throw oh a huge fit. Oh my gosh. And yeah. That kind of stuff. Um, when it came to the torture. So this is the fun part of the story. Oh Are you gosh, ready for this? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> she did not show any mercy. I'm going to just let you know now. Okay. Mm -hmm. It gets a little hmm, Trigger warning? Yes. Yes. Oh, and if you are prone to not liking blood, do not watch The Countess. (laughs) Um, When it came to her torture, she showed no mercy. The process included severe beatings, burning or mutilation of the hands, biting the flesh off the face, arms and other body parts, in some instances, uh, she would have her partner or her partners would help her freeze and starve the victims to death. In one incident, a victim had part of her breast bitten off and was forced to cook and eat it. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of Interview with a Vampire. Have you seen that? It's been a while. You have oh. to remind me. Ugh. Like, it's there's been... a scene where they're just, like, biting the... Oh, Ugh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. I do remember that. I remember that scene. Yep. Ugh. I'm not done yet. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So she also would jam pins and needles under their fingernails as another way of torturing them. No, I hate that. I hate that. (laughs) Are you okay? Yep. I'm fine. I'm fine. She would cover her victims. After beating her victims, she would sometimes cover them in honey. And tied them down to a table for ants and bees to bite and sting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She dabbled in a lot of different ways of torture. Talk about not having an MO. She's <laughs> nope. just off the rails. Yeah. She didn't give a shit. She, well, and her main goal was blood. Right. But she wanted the torture aspect right. of it too. Because yeah. like I said before, I think, or what we kind of came to terms with is right. that like, her and her husband liked to torture mm-hmm. each other. So uh, it's speculated that she got off on the torture mm-hmm. and then used the blood afterwards. Um, occasionally, sh- occasionally, she would use red hot irons, coins, and or keys to leave deep burn marks on her victims' body parts, including their lower private regions. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just branding them. Yeah. Just because she could, just because she could get gosh. away with it. I know. <laughs> this one is like I. I almost wish that there was more to her story mm-hmm. and more 
stuff to dig into. Maybe I need right. to do more research, but so much gets lost over it does years and years. And then they would just compile it all into one little mm-hmm. thing. And that's why this episode's not gonna be too crazy long because it's like I literally have like six pages on her and mm-hmm. I'm almost done already. Is <laughs> she's crazy. Um historians viewed her crimes as sexually motivated, like we we're saying. Mm-hmm. But Again, she had other motives that she would uh, drain their blood, drink it, or bathe in it because she thought that it was keeping her young, beautiful, and helping with her epilepsy. So at one point in time, she got kind of tired of, like, the different ways of torture and actually had, like, this chamber. I don't even know how to explain this without a visual. Had this chamber where her victims would be put in it, like, standing straight up Mm -hmm. and these things would close around them with spikes. Oh, yes. And Iron Maiden? Yes. Yes. They And then um, it would squeeze them, puncture yeah. them, and keep squeezing them. And it's kind of like like squeezing an orange to get yeah. orange juice. Yeah. And she had a chair that would sit underneath it, mm-hmm. and the blood would just drain underneath, and she would just, like, okay. let it run over her body. So, or into whatever container right. she wanted to keep it in. Right. Yeah, kind of. Oh my goodness! I know. I don't imagine like if the, her castle was still standing today. That'd be so like cool, but also so <laughs> going freaky. and seeing like her yeah torture chamber. Yeah, that would be really weird, but it would be cool. I always wanted to explore castles. I know, right? Travel to Scotland and stuff. Yes. Um. So. Now, remember when we were talking about how or Hyde said that she'd grown up in, like, a really religious home. She mm-hmm. had, like, all this education. That comes in handy when they get to the point where they're not um, abducting peasants. She's starting to find out that her victims can just literally be brought to her by um, other noble women. Oh, so she started using her services to teach etiquette, no. quote, quote, etiquette. To the young noble women of society. No. Yep. She set her sights on even younger, prettier women, girls. Um, but see, that's where she went wrong. That's, oh, boy. That's where things start to kind of, people start to kind of notice things. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not going to, like, my thought when I read that was, you sent your daughter away. And, I mean, in those times, you would send your child away for months right. at a time, maybe mm-hmm. even a year. Yeah. It could be a very long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not getting, like, letters back from them. Right. Um, or they're not coming home or whatever. Like, yeah. you would think that. That's sketchy. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, but she got away with it for a little while. And... They all start to kind of, some of these noble women start to go, okay, wait, this is weird. I haven't heard from my daughter forever. What's mm-hmm. going on? So they bring all this this forward to this count. Now, do you remember how to pronounce his name? Uh, Yorhi. <laughs> Yorhi. <laughs> Yorhi. <laughs> Yorhi. I, I love it. It's funny. It cracks me up. Um, so it's Count Yorhi Thurzo. Thurzo, yeah, Z-O, starts to investigate all these allegations. He's like, okay, this is weird. 
uh, you've got like 15 or so noble women going, my daughter's missing. She's right. not here. Um, what do you do? You know? So you start to go, oh, okay, I'm a little curious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to visit this Elizabeth and find out what's going on. Guess what happened? Oh, gosh. <clears throat> he walked into her torturing somebody. What? In the process. What? In... Literally caught red-handed. Yep. In the process of whatever torture he saw. Oh, my so, gosh. remember all this stuff I listed yep. off? <laughs> Who knows what she was oh, doing? Imagine that. You're just like, do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Walking into this walk castle. up to this castle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Biting oh, the flesh off of some woman and Holy squeezing cow. her and the Iron Maiden is what you call it. Bees. Bees. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. It, yeah. So he caught her red-handed. Um, and then after being caught, of course, then, like, the jig is up. Mm-hmm. Now all these people that helped her and witnesses that saw strange doings in the right. castle are starting to come forward. They're like, uh, of course, save now. myself. <laughs> yeah. Really? No, they didn't care when it was actually happening. Oh my gosh. Save myself. Probably one, because they didn't want to get killed. Two, because they were probably getting paid off. Like, yeah. <laughs> or they were scared shitless. Right. Yeah. Yep. So they start to come forward. Um, it is stated that she kept a journal. So that's where like, oh, the, that's cool. The count of like her victims. Right. However, that's speculation. They don't know if that journal actually existed, which I think it'd be really cool to find out if it did. Right. Um, but she would keep her, she'd keep count of basically how many women she did this to. Um, and then all these people start to come forward. There was 289 witness accounts. Oh my god. More than 250 offered either a hearsay or no information. So that's like now you're going, okay, well, do we go by yes, I was there, I saw her do this, and then there's no follow-up. Right. Like how how much of that actually works in the right. court system. Yeah. Especially back then. Yeah. But then but you think about you know, 250 people mm-hmm. coming forward. Right. That's insane. That's an insane amount of people. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, the testimony against her listed 650 people. Um, but again, that was a secondhand accounting of what a court official had discovered, and the court official didn't actually testify. <laughs> he didn't of course. To. I, of course. Uh, you're going against a very powerful family. Yeah. I don't think I would want to testify either. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think I would want to be done with that yeah. and just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the I'm 1600s. Good. I don't think I would be brave enough to actually yeah, stand no. up in court and testify. Yeah, no. I mean, what did we just talk about? Yeah. Which trials? Like, Right. Right. <laughs> she was, and she was in relation to a king of Poland. Right. Like, nobody wants to mess with that. Fuck with a king of Poland. No, thank you. You would go missing and nobody would ever know. Yep. Uh, the confessions of her servants weren't considered reliable due to the fact that they were tortured previously. Mm-hmm. So they were thinking either she tortured them to not say anything or that when they were under investigation they were being tortured to get information so the courts weren't counting them as a reliable testimony which 
<laughs> in the grand scheme of things, I guess what doesn't matter at this point, right? Um, it's very unlikely that she was completely innocent. She definitely did do all these things that they right. listed off. And if you do, I, I don't want to spoil the Countess for anybody, but where her castle was, there was like a lot of a large grounds of like trees and wooded area. Mm-hmm. And they portray her as basically at some point in time, she's killing so many that the servants don't know what to do with the bodies anymore. So they're just tossing them out for the wolves to oh, eat. Oh my gosh. So. I mean, if you walk to the grounds of her castle mm-hmm. at that point in time, you could probably come up with some bones right. and some remains. And you yeah. know that there's something that happened, right. but you don't know what. Right. So. Yeah. It's not like they had testing back then, but it's like. Hmm. Right. So she's not All these like, bones. There's something going on. Right. Something that shouldn't be. And there's a lot of them. That was like a mass graveyard. Right. Her grounds of her castle. So. Not completely innocent. Definitely, in my opinion, wasn't completely innocent. Right. And if enough people know about her, oh yeah, something did happen. Uh, the people who her closest servants, c- closest compadres, um, were killed. They were ha- hanged for their okay. their part in all the stuff right. that happened. But guess what happened to her? Oh gosh, what? Nothing. Of course. Absolutely nothing. Guess what she, how she served her time because they were like, she's a noble woman. She's related to all kinds of royalty. Mm -hmm. Um, We can't really technically prove that you did or did not do any of these things. Right. So her sentence was that she is to be walled in, quite literally walled into her room with a tiny little slot for food. So... They put her in her room and they mortared bricks around the door. Oh my god! And walled her in, like she could not come out. She had a corner to pee in, a bed to sleep in, a slot for food, and I think an itty bitty like hole to get some sunshine through. That's insane. And she was permanently imprisoned into her. Well, good. Castle. I feel like that's worse than going to prison. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I think so too, especially since like you're you're just fading away into non-existence yeah, nobody cares that you're up there your own thoughts like that's a little yeah yeah i think that you'd go mentally insane yeah which i mean she, probably she was did. already but i mean yeah i mean yes she was a crazy crazy bitch yes. but yes um she died of a cold that's how she died now in the countess mm-hmm. it shows that she committed suicide hmm. But I don't think that that's the case. I think she did just just pass away of natural causes. So the reason why, um, I think her family had something to do with her not being completely convicted. Because Mm -hmm. she, if she were convicted of murder, and instead of being isolated and just left to die, Mm -hmm. all of her holdings and her big estate and all that stuff would have been seized Okay. Um, by the country or wherever. So that none of that sense. money would have been able to go to her family. Right. The castle probably demolished at mm-hmm. some point in time. So they, they wanted to keep not only their image, right. but they wanted to keep all that stuff in the family. Makes sense. So whatever you want to take from that, um, I will point out that – 
I don't, whatever you want to think, but I think my opinion is that, and I believe in vampires. I believe that she might have had some kind of form of mental illness that isn't there. I don't know the name of it specifically. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should have looked it up before I started talking. Obviously (laughs) there is an actual illness that makes you crave human blood. Right. Right. I think so. And so I feel like that might have been part of it. Are you looking it up right now? I am looking it up. (laughs) Good. Because I think think there is one. I want to say that I have read something about how kind of like. um, Oh, yeah. Clinical vampirism. Yeah. Also known as Renfield syndrome is an obsession with drinking blood. So. All right. I think she suffered from that. That makes sense. And I think that uh, they couldn't obviously clarify that in those times. They just thought she was batshit crazy. So I think that that was part of it. Not just from her quote unquote epilepsy. Right. I think that maybe she actually craved it. Yeah. And then just paired with her husband's fucked up war. Yeah. Torture stuff. She's like, oh. Great. This is perfect. Yeah. Can cover it up because <laughs> right. I'm a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. and I don't want anybody to know about it. So I think that was a big thing. But that's like the whole story. I know I kind of read, read through it pretty quickly and I knew this was going to be kind of a short episode, but I I implore you guys to watch The Countess. There are some yes, things I that don't match up, but I think it would be, it, it was enjoyable. Right. I liked it. There's actually a couple other movies on her on Prime, but I'd have to look them up. Yeah. Find out what they are. And Miss Tara drove all the way up here to Bellingham <laughs> to hang out with me. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but we have some really fun stuff in store coming up. Yes. I'm so excited. And one, I'll give one little hint. Mm-hmm. One of those things is an actual location. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll venture to that location and take some pictures of our own instead of finding them online yes. and posting them to Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's a place I go quite often, actually. So <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, very local. Yes. So I think it would be a lot of fun. And I think we should touch base on more places like that around here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe do a little mini series mm-hmm. on places. Yeah. Um, we will be posting pictures, uh, what we can find of Elizabeth Bautry mm-hmm. for Instagram. So I really want people to give some feedback on that and let us know if there's more that they know. Um, all of my research was found on Wikipedia or history. I think history.org. I think that's what it was. And some Reddit, mm-hmm. a little bit of Reddit. Reddit's great. Yeah. Yeah, I love Reddit. I just started using Reddit. <laughs> it's so nice. I mean, obviously, take things with a grain of salt on Reddit, but I love it because people go, they deep dive, and they will share everything they find on Reddit. And take things with a grain of salt anywhere. On the internet. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love Reddit. It's great. But I think Reddit's really fun, too, because mm-hmm. you can like go down the Reddit rabbit hole. Yeah. People get so invested in these things, and then you're like, oh, let me go down this rabbit hole with you. Right. Whereas, like, if you're just on, like, a regular website, Mm -hmm. you just – they list off their facts, and you kind of make a story out of Mm -hmm. it. But, yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. I enjoyed reading it. 
I can't wait for the next one. I'm so excited. And hopefully it will be back on schedule now next Tuesday. Yes. It should be. I don't see a problem in that. Yeah. I don't think I have anything going on next Tuesday after work or anything like that. And uh, I don't think we – well, we have our Black Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. And it'll take me a few days to recover from that. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> AKA Hell Week. Um, Rush Week whatever during the holidays. Whatever else you want to call it. Oh my gosh. It's pure torture. I'm so yes. happy that I got today and tomorrow off. Well, no, not today. Sorry. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow and, and Thursday. Thursday. Yes. yes. It's nice to have two days off before the craziness. Yes. Well, thank you, fellow murder freaks, yes. for listening in. And make sure you go follow us on Instagram at A Tale of Zola's Crime Podcast. All one word. Yes, all one word. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it wouldn't let me do anything else with it, okay? (laughs) Let me change it. Oh, my goodness. Have a good night and happy holidays. Yes.